Our top story this half hour, we're working to get more details from today's first appearance in court for an Arlington Heights woman who's now facing charges connected to a fire at the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Des Plaines. WBBM's Terry Keshner tells us prosecutors claim the fire was no accident. The tragic event because it's a very sacred place. Des Plaines Police Commander Matt Buller tells WBBM there was about $78,000 in damages to the shrine, which means a lot to a lot of people. For our community, and I know communities that travel, uh, to that location, especially during the pilgrimage uh, month of December. Now, 41-year-old Virginia Roquet Fermin is charged with one felony count of arson for the early Tuesday morning fire. Police say surveillance video clearly shows her starting and then stoking the fire, and they found soot on her clothing. I, I don't know why she did it, uh, but, you know, our officers worked hard, and, and they and they were able to... Uh, you know, bring someone to justice on this. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. A retired Chicago cop recovering from a graze wound overnight. Police say he tried to prevent his neighbor in Todd Austin from being carjacked. CBS 2's Mugo Odigwe picks up the story. All of this happened around 1.45 this morning. The retired police officer saw a neighbor getting carjacked. He tried to intervene, but the suspect started shooting. He fired back, and that suspect took off before crashing the carjacker did take the man's Jeep and crashed it into a parked car on 600 North Walder and got away. The retired cop is in good condition. A bullet grazed his thumb. Brandon Johnson's first city council meeting at Chicago Mayor came with some victories, including approval of his plan to reorganize council committees. And one big delay. Three aldermen blocked a planned vote on a proposal to spend $51 million from the city's new budget surplus, actually the 2021 budget surplus, on care for some of the nearly 10,000 migrants bused here from Texas and other states. The issue of shelter for migrants has opened up divisions in a number of Chicago neighborhoods, including on the northwest side, where Wright College will be used as a respite center. The mayor told reporters after the meeting that he believes the city has enough resources to help everyone. Now that I'm sworn in... um you know, all of the challenges uh, that that predate me, um, you know, we have to address. And so, you know, next week, you know, the hope is that you know, we get the people's business uh, completed. Alderman will return next week to vote on the migrant funding proposal. One of the other victories for the new mayor, the council's final approval of a revised ordinance designed to make permanent the outdoor dining ordinance created during the COVID-19 pandemic. Restaurant owner and former Czech police host Alpana Singh says the adjustments will help fuel one of the city's key economic drivers. When I did Czech police, the thing that people love the most is it got them into our neighborhoods. It got them experience parts of the city with its own unique character and literally flavor. The new ordinance requires restaurant owners to seek approval from their local alderman every year. In Highland Park, police say a juvenile has been arrested after anti-Semitic vandalism was posted on a trash receptacle on Friday. It had been defaced with blue painter's tape in form of a swastika. Police say quick reporting by residents led them to the suspect yesterday. Tinley Parks is stepping up security ahead of events this summer, and this comes after fights caused a flash mob of teens at a carnival last weekend. Tinley Park Village Manager Pat Carr. We coordinate with other agencies to, to try to pick these things up. You don't catch everything, but... You know, that's what happens when thugs weaponize social media. Tinley Park Police say those attending events this summer can't expect such things as bag checks and will define perimeters. Weekends will be less of a hassle starting Friday night on the CTA Blue Line. The CTA Blue Line was shut down for eight weekends between the Addison and Western stations. That meant no stops at California, at Logan Square, or at Belmont. The closure was due to work to replace the 53-year-old Belmont crossover, a section of track that allowed trains to cross from one set of tracks to another. While that work went on, CTA spokeswoman Maddie Kilgannon says shuttle buses operated. The bus shuttles 
worked really well. You know, obviously to have to transfer over to a shuttle and then back to the blue line is something that is an ideal. And we were happy that it was a limited number of weekends. And so if you ride the blue line on weekends, you're not going to be dealing with that transit snag anymore. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio, 1059 WBB. After a particularly dry month, forecasters say parts of the Chicago area could see a flash drought. Recent dryness in northern Illinois could be a sign of more to come. Jake Petter, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Romeoville, is warning of a flash drought. It's an unusually rapid onset of drought, typically resulting from a multi-week or couple-month period of very dry conditions. Petter says O'Hare reported less than a half inch of rainfall this month when it typically averages more than four inches. Looking back at April as well, it was almost one and three quarters inches below normal. The National Weather Service doesn't predict any measurable rainfall for the Chicago area over the next week. And if that's the case, May of 2023 will be the second driest month on record, topped only by May of 1992. Rachel Pearson, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. Michigan City arson now suspected in a mobile home fire this morning that injured a 77-year-old woman and a four-year-old boy. The Times of Northwest Indiana reports it happened in the Dunewood Village mobile home community. Police are asking residents in the area to check exterior cameras for footage of any suspects or any suspicious activity. There's a new nature-themed art exhibition at the Martin Arboretum in Lyle. Preston Bautista, VP of Learning and Engagement, says some of the sculptures featured on the Of the Earth exhibit are also made from natural materials gathered from the Arboretum itself. This was specifically intentional. It was part of her creative process, right, to make them out of, you know, pieces that were found throughout the Arboretum. And it makes this exhibition very unique. The exhibit opens this Friday.